2: Tangerines are whores. You got that's, a new guitar? That's, that's me if I was animated. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a nice, that's semi-hollow? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I really like it's that. What kind yeah. of guitar is that?
1: Uh, Gretsch, little rat rod edition, flat back, flat, flat back. Somebody flat, thinks he's fucking flat, Chet black. Atkins over here, dude. Dude,
2: <laughs>
1: it's, such a, it's such a hot guitar too, though. Um, I just had this one built for me last year. Uh okay. that's the Prince telecaster one, right? that's the Prince style telecaster. Hell yeah,
2: that looks nice. Yeah. I used to have a tele back in the day. Got a couple. Nah. Uh, is, that, is that a Arcor? Arcor? Ibanez? Uh this or Ibanez. <laughs>
0: Ibanez. That's uh
2: Is it Ibanez? Yeah. I, don't, I
1: don't Les know. Paul Limited Edition Custom Plus Epiphone. Okay. And then Taylor Acoustic. Taylor. Then my Yamaha bass.
2: What is that one?
1: That's that Gretsch.
2: Oh, that's the Gretsch, okay. That's that
1: sexy bitch with the red.
0: Welcome to Guitar Talk. Yeah. (laughs) Here at Half Brothers Brewing (laughs)
2: Company. (laughs) Hey, honestly, though, uh, if Chad were here, so Chad and I uh, both played music back in the day, like when we were in high school, we were both in like, I think he was in a, uh, I want to say Weezer cover band, and I was in a- I think
0: I actually heard about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We we have like we have very similar music tastes and like because we're right around the same age so it's all like 2006 like post hardcore alternative punk stuff like that like yep. yeah uh, he so he did that stuff and then I was I basically just kind of filled in for a lot of like kind of punk alternative bands back in the day so we could certainly talk so about that. You, and you're like a guitar a player l- or
0: a bass player or drummer
2: mm-hmm. guitar player guitar player shitty guitar player decent bass player couldn't touch the drums uh not a terrible singer if i'm in the right genre which is if
1: i'm around the right people with bad hearing yes like
2: (laughs) if we're we're talking connor oberst or like bright like bright eyes oh dude i do a
1: killer bright eyes impression oh well
2: then hell yeah i
1: sit in the i sit in my bedroom and cry
2: <laughs> you know, Behind
0: they're, Blue be, Eyes,
1: you
2: know, whoa, that's a rock. I know, that is the, oh my god, I know, but I was making fun of it because S- he's crying in this room. Guy out room. You know, Bright Eyes is on tour, right?
1: No, no, I didn't know they're that they're playing. I have
2: a, seen him in, in concert before. I just got tickets for, I think it's March 24th in the cities, uh, or St. Paul. Yeah, I think it's in St. Paul. Bright Eyes is playing again, so sorry. Okay, I didn't want to, like, blow it out. No, it was fine. Oh, yeah, blow it all day. I mean, well. (laughs) 3,000! Welcome to Sex Talk 101 at Half Brothers (laughs) Brewing Company.
0: Speaking of which, (laughs) welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is... Chris, you, you to big, I, I want to say? I don't want to say big Urn. Even looking at me, and <laughs> know. you were are
1: still gonna say bigger. He's still, yeah, he's I'm, still
0: my right hand guy on, over there across from me to look at. And speaking of hand stuff, bigger is
1: not here today.
0: No, no, no. We no.
1: miss him dearly, but yes. let's move on. All right, enough, enough about that. Fuck. Well, so how you been, <laughs> Chris? Me, I've been uh, white knuckling on the drive up here, dude. I've been, I've been having a great time all the time. Celebrated my birthday, you know what, seven days ago, week ago? You're going to tell us your age? Your birthday week, you mean? Oh, I'm 43. I'm old as fuck. Okay. Yeah. You can tell by this part here, uh, the back of the head.
2: For <laughs> it it the like listeners,
1: a, he showed the bald spot. It's a, it, <laughs> I, I come with my own flesh colored yarmulke now gross yeah you're welcome <laughs> it's a
2: solar panel for his sex machine <laughs> god that's gross <laughs> which is disgusting because that means you have to fuck outside all the time <laughs> we great want for, you to keep that as private as possible it's
1: so. great for me uh, because uh, i thrive on sunlight question yeah, is yeah. do you and have rain. a tall fence in your backyard no 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 well that's a waste level <laughs> no I, my neighbors tore it down when they knew what i was into
2: so like, they could watch i need a piece of this action Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Here and, I guess, uh, there's a site out there that would be into that
1: but yeah i, uh, oh, <laughs> no, I just celebrated a birthday we had a great time uh, my friend stefan came up and uh, we just played a lot of pool and sampled a lot of uh whiskeys that i hadn't opened yet I some atypical beers some atypical he beers he brought
0: back for us thank you very um, much for that stefan
1: and then we uh crushed a lot of crooked marker iced teas because that's kind of his go-to drink you know <laughs> Crushed a lot of them little fucks. He had to leave a day early. <laughs> Actually, he's like, I like, uh, pickled his uh, liver too like, much. <laughs> yeah. So he was gonna stay like uh, through Super Bowl Sunday. We we're gonna watch the Super Bowl and then we woke woke up on Sunday before I had to go record.
2: And uh he's
1: like, Yeah, I'm going home.
2: I think we all have guilty pleasure drinks, and you just mentioned one earlier. I'll I'll go ahead and admit mine if everybody's gonna admit theirs. Sure, okay. Sure. Uh high noons. I don't know if anybody's ever had high noons nope i've had high west whiskey no i'm talking high news They're they call themselves seltzers but it's vodka and juice and they're like i may have heard of those actually they are so good slash dangerous because you have like one white people use the word dangerous
1: dangerous (laughs) comes (laughs) to food yeah
2: (laughs) shout out to patrice
1: for that one yeah (laughs) he was just told me on the way up one of our friends was uh it was talking about how white people – it was a meme. It was like how white people
2: talk about like snacks. snacks. Like, these the, are it, dangerous. Old, this is dangerous. that's not white privilege, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous is food and alcohol. Beyond that, it's all sunshine. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs>
3: oh
0: but what,
2: what was the ABV on those uh, high noons? Uh, I actually think they're 5%. And only 100 calories per can. So Ah, so like a truly, basically, but vodka. Yeah, but they taste actually really, really good. Like they're actually very fruit forward. So So you're giving
0: those recommendations here on Brews, Booze, and Reviews to try some high noon cocktails.
2: I don't know if I'm allowed to do that as a brewer and maintain my status as a brewer. street cred? So I will say my street cred, (laughs) my my safe white boy street cred. (laughs) um, All right. Uh, I will say they are tasty when there's no good beer around. Uh, high news. So, in, Shit, well,
0: first same, of all, we had to introduce vein. this guy. This in is that, Matt. Hold on.
2: In that same vein,
1: we're going to continue this conversation. They'll figure it out later. Okay. Our listeners are smartish. He's
2: going to have to. Ins- <laughs> he's going to have to insert the audio earlier in the conversation. I start talking. This, this is, is Matt,
3: Matt from
0: Half <laughs> Brothers Brewing Company. Yeah. You guys did the
1: same joke. I'm glad you're both lame.
2: Yeah, we're on point. I like it. Man.
1: <laughs> but truly, punch. Truly, punch. Their, their punch line. They have like three or four, I think. They got a nice tea one, too, But it's, a, it's truly, their punch ones are very much more fruit forward than your typical seltzer okay. type thing. So I'm assuming that it's... Similar to what you were talking about.
2: You know what I love about what you just said is it gives me a chance to talk about what we do here at Half Brothers. What we do you actually do? We make our own seltzer. Hey Matt, from,
1: <laughs> Matt yeah, from yeah, ask, Half ask Brothers me the Brewing Company, Half
0: is <laughs> where we are at today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, with the podcast. We are here at Half Brothers Brewing Company in Grand Forks, North Dakota, at a tap room takeover, and we are here talking with Matt. Uh,
2: head brewer now. We're uh, still assistant brewer. I wouldn't say head brewer. I I would just call he, myself a brewer. Fellatio. Filatio
1: brewer. He likes the big words. Good God. <laughs> head <laughs> brewer.
2: <laughs> but, Jesus. Again. Am I not wrong? Or am I right? I mean, you're a I little. Don't know. Know. Do you, a, That's complicated. A, do you know what fellatio means? Head. Right. Jesus. Okay, now I get it. Now I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, no, Chad is definitely the head brewer, owner of Half Brothers. I would say, if I were English major, I'm just going to call myself a brewer because I don't, even. I'm a brewer.
0: Okay, but keep going. Yeah, you kept oh, digging
2: yourself all my, a hole. So my original yeah, yeah. point. We had yeah, a yeah. Se- we had a segue here. You a segue. Yeah, the segue. Yeah, yeah. So let's do this segue. Uh, so we also make a seltzer here, and okay. it's called. And we're getting ready to can it Monday. And it's called Splash. And it is uh, strawberry rhubarb. Uh, oh, that's actually one of my
1: two favorite combinations. That's a that's a it's very good. that's a upper midwestern thing. That's got well, rhubarb in it.
2: Yeah, that tangy yep. shit. And you know, the do you thing ever that eat rhubarb like straight sticks of it? I've had it in a pie, but I've never gone that far.
1: We uh, I remember when I was a kid, our neighbors had a like a rhubarb patch, and we would just right after, just snap it right So off. it sounds
2: like you were a really popular kid. Say more about that. Oh, I'm a giant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to, to, to go ahead and end the point, the point was uh, we do make the seltzer and I would say it's more fruit forward than most seltzers because most seltzers have that kind of like I don't want to say watered down, but it's definitely Uh, more crisp. watered down. Okay, or
0: like a a distilled flavor to it. Yes,
2: exactly. Or uh, some of them have kind of a like pill flavor,
1: wafting notes. Sure,
2: (laughs) Uh, we get that. Yeah, this one I think ours is pretty fruit forward, so I'm kind of a fan of it. Unfortunately, I can't let you try it unless you want to try it uncarbed because it is in the bright tank.
1: I I know the process. Most uh, most of my
2: meals are uncarbed. I I got
1: tell, I don't believe
2: that at all. he (laughs) says that with a pizza to the listener. There is a pizza. So that is entirely for him to love.
1: Oh my god, it's so
2: good too. <laughs> a supreme <though>. pizza <laughs> with a real mozzarella. Uh, the pizza from Half Brothers, by the
1: way, that was
2: another program. It's
1: globby uh with its with cheese, and I like it. Oh,
0: okay, capital G, just, and it's great. Yeah.
1: I'll it, tell you, I love I it. I love it. Take it. it. Chicago what? style. Dude, it's
0: wonderful stuff. As far as like this is the, the amount of style. cheese on top. Uh, Have you seen
2: it so reminds me, me of a TikTok video? Is like, where's the cheese? It's below the sauce, but there's no cheese. <laughs> it's below the sauce. It's below the sauce. <laughs> just, yeah. saying, seeing that, <laughs> that shit gets stuck in my head. So, I just want to do that to most people. Like if they come up to me confused and be like, "Hey, where's? I thought you guys had this beer on tap. It's below the sauce." But that, it was just there. Like it's below the sauce. <laughs> Give us some
0: time, man. <laughs> nice. So, did you guys nail your first batch of seltzers? Or did it take a couple times of experimentation you had to flush a batch or two? Because I know it can be really super picky uh, on
1: seltzers. Which is weird in general. You'd think making water wouldn't be so difficult. Well, I mean, for one, it's the clarification process. Water is already clear. And then then
0: even before that is like conditioning the water a certain way.
1: All you're doing. Sorry, I'm going to dumb this down for everybody. All you're doing is adding bubbles and flavor
2: and alcohol. How hard is that? So, the way we do it is I will brew a, well, I say I as if like I'm, like we will brew a uh, (laughs) golden ale and then we ship that off to Minneapolis and it's separate, the alcohol is separated from uh, everything else. And then they both come back to us and we have a non alcoholic brew and then we have the alcohol itself and then we flavor both of those. And from that, we, have our, uh, we either have our classic NA, which is unflavored, or we have our NA Nope, which is a flavored NA with guava. And then the alcohol, huh? we flavor that as a seltzer. And I, so far as the question you asked earlier, Knox, mm-hmm. I, I have only been here about seven months, and I know that they did quite a few seltzers beforehand. In my experience, the first seltzer we did was strawberry rhubarb, and it was very fruit-forward, very good this next one carries the flavor well yes very very well this next one is still it still has that flavor but it's a little more subtle like you would expect out of a seltzer mm-hmm. and i think earlier we were talking about like or i mentioned i think a lot of seltzers have kind of a like pill flavor like kind of multivitamin ish yeah. uh,
1: almost i feel like i get like a tinny vibe out of them yeah there's, it, yeah. Well, there's that's, something that depends metallic on, or and it, that's maybe sure. pilly as well but
0: well, it all depends on, on how they they build a grain bill or whatever. Some people yeah. just use, like, potato shit and use the starch and the, and right. the Potato shit?
1: From, I've po- never even seen it.
0: Or even rice, you know. They just get that from there and... Because it's easier and cheaper. Do right. potatoes shit out of their eyes? I'm going to shit on your face later if you don't.
2: <laughs> I, again, welcome to the this sex talk podcast with Half Brothers Brewing Company. Brown yeah. chicken, brown cow. I like being Forever. shit on. Uh, but no, the last point is uh, I, we, we don't have that like kind of pilly taste. I think it's a very subtle, nicely flavored seltzer. I, I'm a fan.
0: All right. Excellent. Right can't wait to try it. So you said you've been here seven months. Uh let's talk can't about, wait to try it. Move on. Uh, uh
2: <laughs> interesting. Well yeah. shut up. Well, I just want to get to
0: your background because now that we're talking, to you, we want to get to you know uh, you've been doing this for quite a while, right? Brewing in general. Or in the industry uh for a while. Uh can you talk about that, Matt?
2: Sure. Um so I've been in the industry for only a couple of years, uh, the first job I got at a brewery was at Martin City Brewing Company in Kansas City, Missouri, uh, and that would have been during the pandemic. I went back to Kansas City from Grand Forks uh, just to be closer to family because you know school wasn't you know it was all online, so it was like why not take the opportunity to be with family. You got it. So I went back there, worked at the canning line. Uh, was very insistent about learning how to do more because I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to brew. You seem pushy and nosy. I am he very must be pushy a and nosy. It's the it's the marine in me, <laughs> <Yeah>. actually. <It's, laughs> I got it right. Whenever yay! I walk in the room, you can't ding yourself. I'm
1: gonna ding myself. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold this in.
3: Yeah.
0: I'll right, we'll give myself. we will take that
2: too. Next time, I'll just cover the yeah for you. Or we can get <laughs> Dallas over here, who's a beer tender. We'll get him over here to just say yeah. All right, we'll do that. But yeah, uh, it ultimately came down to, I had tried a bunch of different careers that were not even remotely related to each other. And I've always wanted to brew since I was in the military and I went to my first brewery, which was, uh, we were talking earlier, was Left Coast Brewing out of uh, San Clemente, California. Always wanted to do it and never really knew how to get into it. And then when I went back to Kansas City for the pandemic, uh, I was just in a tap room. And for the
1: pandemic, it sounds like it was a show. Lit, lit. And it was Broadway lit. musical. Have you guys it seen the lit. pandemic? Have you guys seen the pandemic? <laughs> Woohoo! Unreal. <I'm> <laughs> so no no no, you're fine. I got tickets to see him next weekend. I, I mean the, know, other,
0: the other uh, uh uh nemesis of the show, interruptor. Yeah, <laughs> the interruptor.
2: No, I by all means. Okay, but now, but the problem with that is now I forgot what I was talking about, Ugh. which means it probably wasn't here's, interesting. No, you should, Here's a pen. No, we can get your paper. Nope. Got it. There so we, go. we were back in Kansas City. <laughs> yep. And I went into Martin City Brewing Company tap room, and I applied for a job just as a beer tender. And during the interview, the guy was like, "Yeah, we're we're one of those companies where if you want to, um, uh, if you want to try anything else, that's more than okay. Like if you want to." Uh, If you want to work in the kitchen, if you want to brew. And the second he said brew, I was like, yeah, I'd like to do that. How do I do that? Sounds wonderful. Yep. How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Can I get into that? And within the first week, I had told him so many times that I want to get back at the brewery that he gave me the number of the head brewer. And I started texting and calling him. Next thing you know. So you were
0: a fucking annoying asshole for a while. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. Well, hey, sometimes just, the
2: squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Which is 100% Marine <laughs> mentality, by the way. Like you learn pretty quickly. If you want to get anything done, you got to annoy the dog shit out of somebody and then yep. finally it'll happen.
1: It's pretty much, I feel, all of life. If oh, you want yeah.
2: something, you got
1: to visualize go and, it and make it happen and go and get it. And if yep. going to get it means incessantly texting and tapping people on the shoulder. Excuse me. Yep. Excuse me. Hello.
2: Excuse me. Can Hello. I, yep. I <laughs> mean, honestly. Do it, man. Yeah. And I, I've learned a lot of brewers are very scatterbrained because they're all they're, they're thinking about a million different things. So honestly, if you're not hitting them up constantly and being like, "Hey, I want to do this. I want to do this," you're probably going to fall to the wayside. Well, most
1: creative people, uh, I think, are artists in of, general, kind of that way. Whether it, be it right. chefs or or painters or musicians, their, their brains are just, just moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things are happening all the time. We can't stop it.
2: Yeah, so. you're not wrong. I, I would, I would say our head brewer Chad is definitely. He's definitely very scatterbrained. He's got a million things that he's thinking about and trying to do all the time. He's very much an idea guy. Like he'll. Uh, it was just last week. There was probably four or five ideas that came down. Like, hey, we should do this, 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 and this. And uh, I've learned that my job is to take the ones that apply to me as the brewer. And just run with him right away because okay. he's probably going to get distracted and go work on something else. So yeah. I need to listen. Oh, that one's about me, and then go. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's like that pair of comedians we were talking about earlier before we got on mic.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You said pair of comedians, like we're not allowed to say names, are we allowed? No, to- I mean Tom Segura <laughs> and Burke Kreischer. Okay, when when you go. said yeah, pair comedians,
1: I thought you said parrot comedians. Parrot I'm like comedians. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of these birds.
0: <laughs> Macaws and parrots. Uh, tell us what you know about Half Brothers Brewing. Where they where? Uh, where it started? How it started? How long you guys have been here? Uh, give us the basic for our listeners
2: who don't know much about Grand Forks breweries. Sure. Do that? Half Brothers started in 2017 in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Uh, our owner is uh, Chad Gunderson. He's been here in town for quite a while, and he really knows his stuff. He makes a lot of really great beers. He's a he's a great leader. He's a great business owner. Uh, just a great person, really. Uh, but here at the brewery we have some uh we have a lot of food up front like we do pizza and stuff like that we have a we have a a pretty i don't know the right way to say it like we we try to we try to have a wide variety of beer like we always try to do something new something different um i think there for a while we were doing one or two new beers a week and we try to keep with that uh just this last week for example we had two re releases come out that beers that haven't been out for a while uh double trouble which is a juicy ipa for us
0: and what you're going to talk about later this episode yeah, we will we, talk we about that one later
2: and then we that, have our that's foreshadowing I, womp 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 well oh, that's it would have worked a lot better it would have worked a lot better if you hadn't appointed right at it try, <laughs> trying to foreshadow over here and you're just like hey look what he's doing uh,
0: but no, sometimes the other, we got to be obvious <laughs>
2: The other, the other beer we released last week was uh, uh, part of our uh, Gowers Sour Gummy Series, Gozas, and it was Blueberry Raspberry. Gotcha. And then this next week, we have which, a couple more.
1: Which was a banger. But we're it definitely, definitely going to talk about it. Uh, thank you. We might talk about it.
0: But uh, hey, we want to give a shout out to Chad, and we want to say, hey, thanks, listeners, for joining us today. Uh, so why don't we get to our first beer? Our first beer today is the Nodak number
1: 23. You should hand those out. Like, we should all have them. Yeah, that we sounds should. sounds like a good idea. Here
0: we go. Ah, look at that guy. Uh, my apologies, mm. sirs, for not giving these
1: to you. Thank I you. I
0: let this shit out.
1: <laughs> Don't worry about it. So this is a Vienna lager. So uh, any of our listeners who have heard us talk about Half Brothers in the past, I believe it was when we were at Underbrew Skies back in 2019. Either that or... Uh, I think it was then. Zubru. I think it was then. Anyway.
0: Well, the, Underbrew Skies was Charlie and Jules, and then... Uh, we talked Zubras about their we talked Z. about their
1: smiley, which is a Vienna Lager. Right. Um so they like Vienna Lagers here, certain uh it seems. This is Nodak number twenty three, Vienna Lager, and it looks like a beer. That's the first thing I noticed. A, uh, <laughs> they uh not look dar- a beer flavored beer. Not a dark beer, but nice copper colored, rich yeah, it- looking. It is darker than like a, your like your Budweiser Logger. It makes you feel like you're fancy as fuck drinking Just a yeah, beer, pinky straight out, dude. Oh, fuck. pinky straight. I did out. that wrong. There it is.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it is a nice uh, kind of amber copper hue to the uh, regular, uh, you know, loggers that you might be used to. Definitely five point three percent clarified, a hundred percent. Yes, that five point three percent ABV, ABV, APV. I, w- I was almost Blake Bush for a second per volume. <laughs> We're experts. We love you, Blake, but you know, it's ABV. Be some Bravo, you fuck. All right. So, um, yeah, I really like this the color, the smell. I mean, lager, you don't get much smell. I mean, you get a little bit, uh, you get a little bit of hops in it, but it's like a lager should well, be. it's
1: It's a nice light malt. Yeah. yeah. There's some sweet notes to it yeah. uh, on the aroma. What are they? Probably corn like type sweet notes. Um. Uh, if you dip your nose completely in it, it's also very wet uh, smelling. <laughs> That's a fucking Ernie joke for you. There we go. You get. Um. I just did it though too because I forget. I forget where I end sometimes.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I. My notes it is, were. It feel uh,
1: real sweet and crispy, man. Yeah,
0: it's, my notes were dark, uh, very clear, uh, great spice on the flavor, and very clean and crisp i'm
1: assuming that's what you were going for with that that yeasty uh spiciness with the with the vienna right yes so what we were really after was a lot of raspberry and we missed the mark completely no the the day the the raspberries
2: were supposed to come in we ended up throwing it into a lactose sour so we apologize for that
0: i'm getting a good nutty background on the very tail end of that too which which i didn't get before but now i'm getting it now it's a little bit warmer than maybe some people would like to drink a good lager but i really like that This would make a good floor beer. Describe this beer to our audience, please.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, everything you just heard, uh, I think what we were going for, we were definitely going for something that is very bright, a lot of flavor, low ABV, something that you can just sit down and, like, uh, we try to think of it as the kind of thing that you could sit around with friends and, like, just really crush a few of them if you really wanted to. Like, we consider this kind of a hockey beer. Like, that's why it's Nodak 23. It is, uh, you know, it's the only local beer available at the Ralph, which is where, you know, UND Fighting Hawks play. So, what does
1: 23 mean? uh,
2: You know what? You're going to have to ask Chad about that. Okay. Because I do not know. I'm
1: guessing he's a Michael Jordan fan.
2: Yeah. I I mean, I probably nailed it.
1: Or or LeBron (laughs) or other 23s out there. 23 and me, he's just a real big fan of knowing his DNA. (laughs) DNA. (laughs) Where am I from?
2: I, I really think you're nailing everything right now. Yeah, I got, I'll, I'll give you I one got of those. no wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we we were basically just going for uh, a a very well flavored beer that you could sit around with your friends and have a couple and you know watch hockey just. And by couple, we're talking twelve packs. I mean, if it comes down to it, I mean, why not? Absolutely, go for it. Like th- it this is a good one to like
1: slam a bunch and get into fist fights.
2: And that's what we mean by crushable. That would <laughs> yeah. be the lighter version of what you're talking about. When we say crushable, we're hoping people think like happy thoughts. Not oh, yeah. Necessarily. That's what I'm going to gonna fucking
1: fight that guy
2: on no, the other I side mean, of the brewery. Right
1: if it comes down to it, we're throwing hands. Listen,
2: it is Weren't hockey. We, were you
1: guys talking about throwing hands earlier? Throw, like, were we talking about throwing hands? <laughs> you in Dallas?
2: Know. Oh, de- uh, listen, you, we, can't bring, we can't bring anything I say to anybody I work with into this because I'm going to sound like a real dick out of context. But they, yeah, were, ta- but, but yeah, they were talking compared about throw- to this guy? I don't, don't think talk- so. <laughs> uh, for well, our this guy's list- not a dick. He's just an interrupter. <laughs> for our Did listeners- you like interrupter? <laughs> <do> you like <laughs> I enjoy the crap out of it.
1: For our listeners, they were talking about throwing hands for distance, though. It wasn't against each other. It was a, a competition to see who could throw a fist farther.
2: Yes. So, sure. Yeah. So we're talking about reach. <laughs> yeah. Or what are we talking about? <laughs> I, I, I
1: don't, don't know. Fucking know.
2: We're well, also I, talk, I think we're talking about marathons, and then it went into fighting, <laughs> and then it went into Dallas couldn't beat me and fi- I don't know. There's a whole thing. <laughs> it, it so was, now was, was,
0: was, we're uh, gonna rotate back into the rest of So this year, <laughs> no doubt yeah, 23. 23. Yes. Let's do
2: it. So v- well, Good for throwing Without fists. giving
0: away percentages, uh, describe them all Bill on this one. Uh, what and in what particular would not the audience know
2: what makes a Vienna? Sure. So, for us, we, uh, again, not giving away like any uh, particular percentages. We do Pilsner, Munich, and some aromatics in the grain bill for this one. And uh, yeah. That's- <laughs> what exactly are aromatics? Uh, so, just the category a- in general. Yeah. So, this is going to be the point in time when I, as I mentioned earlier, I'm pretty new to the process. So, there are things that I know what to do and I know what to add, but I can't give you necessarily a. Dis- detailed description as to what it's for because
0: it might be a trade secret yes gotcha okay well that makes sense but okay so uh, there's some aromatics aromatics are are something sam sam something non-oily because that would be terrible with beer
1: yeah true i mean it makes sense yeah (laughs) Yeah, for sure (laughs) all right uh (laughs) so what uh what is a vienna style lager what makes it vienna is Just the, the Vienna malts, right? Oh, the the, the malt malts. grain?
2: I would say, yeah. Uh, so Vienna, obviously, is going to be in a reference to Germany, and that's going to be in the reference to the Munich malt. So it's definitely an older uh, style that we are revamping here in okay. America.
0: Uh, what, what hops did you use to uh, better this out a little bit? Did you talk about those at all? I mean,
2: uh, Off the top of my head, uh, I would be willing to talk about it, but off the top of my head, I can't remember. Uh, because like I said, I am pretty new to this process, and, and we haven't done this for a while. Absolutely scatterbrained. <laughs> that's another thing we were talking about, like brewers are very scatterbrained and it doesn't help that i haven't done this for long enough to where that's just like in my mind well Excellent. when the
1: recipes are written down why memorize i mean yeah, honestly I th- like,
2: say uh, about everything
1: i mean <laughs> my name's on my id you think I, I mean the people that? who make the uh, approve
0: the labels know the recipe but you know that's, that's for the government to know that's right <laughs> it's,
1: it's for their
0: approval all right let's move on to this next beer yeah then.
1: but damn tasty
2: yeah this super this quick. is really good Super And crushable. it's the only
0: beer at the Ralph Engleston Arena, right?
2: It's The only local beer local at the beer. Ralph Engleston Arena. They have a lot of, I think there's Coors Light and then there's some Molson there for anybody who knows what we're oh, talking yeah. about with Molson. Canadian, Canadian, yeah. Yep. yeah. And last time I went to the Ralph the uh, Molson, f- on, was a I don't whole know where the yaw came from. from. I don't know where, where the, the yaw came what from. What was that? I don't know. What was that about? Shut up. Of Did he say yaw? I said, yeah, Canada. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that
2: is <laughs> that like Canada. My,
0: that, well, that's like my Norwegian uh, North Dakota slang. mixing like with Canadian anything that's not deep Southern. I
2: don't know. He doesn't. Okay, know okay so now movie. we're about to start talking shit on Missouri. I'm not what talking it like. shit on nobody. Okay, okay. Nope. There we go. okay. <laughs> except for Knox. I will. And I'll, I'll <laughs> take all the heat.
0: I, I get all the smoke.
2: <laughs> you take all the heat. I'll end by saying that I do really enjoy this beer, and it's a favorite of ours to make around here. We make a lot of variations of the vienna lager uh as we were talking about earlier earlier this one and then also smiley Uh, it's just a favorite beer it's it's super crushable a lot of flavor for something so bright and clear and we just love to make it
1: and i mean for people that are looking to get into craft beer it's a it's something easy
2: first
0: step we
1: probably talked about this the last two times that we talked with half brothers uh, and their ability to make these really good, clean, crisp lagers. Right. Great introductory beer. Intro, intro. I mean, I still, no, I, got it, right? I still
0: have Golden Classic <laughs> in my
1: fridge, in the, the right. podcast studio right now. I so, mean, I mean, uh, you guys did an absolutely killer job on that beer. Well,
2: we yeah. appreciate it. it. And, and, you know, speaking of uh, uh, intro beers, I think another thing that I always like to keep in mind with these crisp, clearer beers, uh, classic as well, a Golden Ale, is it's not... It is it is for people who are just trying to get into beer and want to try something and aren't, maybe don't necessarily want to go straight to something really bitter. But it's also for folks who like beer but don't feel like a brewery is necessarily a place for them. Hmm. So this this makes me think of a time there's a racetrack here in town. And uh, I went there a day and we were giving out free samples of what classic nail. What do they raise? vehicles. Okay. Just I did not go that did, far in was Motorcycles
0: or cars? I didn't know, it a, cars? <laughs> I didn't know cars, if it was a dog, track cars. or horses. Nope. There or was just
2: people. No dogs. It was all race cars. Okay. And we went there and uh, there were a lot of folks that were ordering like Coors Light, Bud Light, stuff like that. And I had these free classic gold nails out there and they would walk out with their beers and they hadn't opened them yet. And I'd be like, hey, so I take it you like Coors Light? And they'd be like, yes. Like, so We're a local brewery. We make something that is comparable to that. I would argue a little bit better, maybe a little sweeter, more flavor. Do you want a free sample to try it out? And they would try it, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, this is really good!" You guys are in town, and be like, "Yeah, we're like, yeah, dude, we're a local right brewery here in town." <laughs> See, that's the thing is a lot of the, a lot of folks that like almost strictly drink Bud Light, Coors Light, stuff like that. Mm. They don't feel like a brewery is a place for them. They right. feel like it's a place that's like really dark beers, really bitter beers, stuff like that. Ponytails and, and douchebaggery. I mean, I, kind <laughs> of <laughs> flat like, bills, engaged ears. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, I think I think they expect that. I think they don't think it's a place for them, and so we show up with these lighter beers, where golden ale. Or mm-hmm. our Vienna Lager, and be like, no, listen, like we make we make beers for everybody. Like, try this out. And the best feeling about that day was when people would walk out with whatever light beer you know it would have been, and they would try ours, and then they would turn around, and walk back in, and come back out with a can of Classic Ale. That was a that was a really cool feeling. Hell yeah, man. because yeah, there's high some... compliment. Exactly, just and by the actions of other people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you know I think people like to support local. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know I. I think if they. It's something fun to brag about on social media. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. And on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Especially
1: if you're a wannabe influencer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Shay, you get one of these today. All right. Uh, that there was a good one. Bravo. Bravo. All right, guys. This next one, before we take our break, is going to be Morning
2: Dream. Mm. Correct, sir? Sure. Uh, Matt, talk about this one, would you please? So, Morning Dreams is a lactose sour. But it is a little lighter on lactose than a couple other varieties that we make here. But uh, importantly, the tangerine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The tangerine and vanilla mixed in there. So we, uh, we refer to it as a dreamsicle mm-hmm. uh, lactose sour. Uh, it's got a lot of those hints of tangerine on it if everybody gets a whiff. I had to suck mine down a little bit so I can actually put my nose in it a little bit. I
0: mean
1: or you I could just the like
2: the top. you could just dive Jesus Dallas nose right on a <laughs> dive
1: I'm doing triple how am i doing triple tri- indie triple lindy into this son of a bitch
2: <laughs> But this is um this is a really popular beer of ours uh, this is I would say we probably have five or six staples that we make all the time and always make sure that we're refilled on and this mm-hmm. is definitely one of them Okay um, so let me talk about for, this for a good uh, reason Yep
0: yeah, cuz I really want to uh, pick your brain on this one. so You have your base malt grain for sours, right? Mm -hmm. And then after that, that's when you add the lactobacillus via yogurt cultures, right? What what kind of a malt malt base do you have? Do you have a lager, uh, a regular pale ale? Uh, Do you have uh, a pilsner? What what kind of or a wheat ale? What kind of a base malt do you have for your sours? Is this off your
2: classic golden? in what way ba- like so far like as the malt bill? Bill,
0: malt bill or the, the grain bill, bill for
2: the for your match it's very similar except uh we at we actually add white wheat okay. to white the grain wheat? bill on this one so we got pilsner and white wheat
0: so that's what gives it i think it's a little bit of cloudiness which i kind of like yes, i absolutely. like that and a little bit uh, of a softer almost like an oats and spelt kind of mouth feel mm-hmm. to that to that uh beer which i yeah. really like
2: well and you know this brings up an interesting point i think with sours um I'm not gonna point fingers at anybody, but I think a lot see, of bro- you were
1: you were just
2: pointing a finger. Well, that was a whole hand, sir. <laughs> Clearly he's been drinking too much. Interrupt us and point. Interruptor. Fingers. Listen. Anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> no, uh, uh so I think when it comes to a lot of these sours, there's so much fruit and in a lot of cases lactose or whatever mm-hmm. it may be added that. Again, not pointy fingers. I think a lot of breweries will do like a very basic base to that. Like Mm. maybe not get as complicated as a lot of other breweries will. As quick as they can roll it out. Exactly. Because they know they're going to mask a lot of that flavor with lactose. 90 pounds a barrel of fruit puree. Yes, exactly. We reject that notion. Whenever Mm. it comes to any sour that we do, we do uh, a variation of the grain bill that I just talked about. And we put a lot of time and care into it, making sure it reaches the right pH, making sure we do everything right. And then once the beer is in the fermenter and that base is solid and we think it tastes good by itself, that's when we fruit it. There you and go. I'm a big enough believer in our base that I've actually asked Chad if we can release just the base sour uh, at least some point in time and then just go off of the or notes that can, actually just can like come out. a pallet of it? I or, mean, honestly.
0: Or, or even just a half rack of it?
2: Because, I mean, there are there are obviously notes that come out mm-hmm. in that beer itself. A lot of times it's very citrusy, very sweet. Yeah. I honestly think a base sour without any flavoring would be very popular.
0: Because I think there's a the pendulum swing, right? Because that's where it started, right? It's just yeah. that regular base sour. Then, like, fruited ones. Like, you, add, you add a little really, bit of I mean, flavoring would, to it right. to make people love it. Then people love that.
1: And then people now it's to, at the
0: very top end of the, where it's all double-fruited. And now it's going to yeah, swing yeah. back
1: down where... Yeah. Like All you fat. have is a little bit of guava in it. Yeah, right. or just like a, yeah, bit, something you know. where you get that. good Like we grain. spoke about this last grain. week, you get a little bit of raspberry in some of the sour.
0: Well, and that distill brewing, yeah. right? We talked about that one. That was a good sour. I think that one won our episode actually.
2: I actually think that's why Morning Dreams does so well is because the tangerine plays off of the notes that are already there. Mm-hmm. Like there are already citric notes and like kind of orange lemon notes in the in the base malt itself. So or the base beer rather itself. So really all we're doing by adding some of that vanilla and tangerine, we're just adding on to what's already there. Right. And I yeah. really believe that's why it's such a solid beer.
0: And right off the nose, I get that like oof, like good, nice, solid sour. Right. Which is uh which when you get into it even a little bit, you get that tangerine I'm like, oh well that's why it's sour, but it's kinda, but not really. Right. And at the very tail end is kind of where you find that vanilla on the nose. But on the if, flavor, you get, bam, sour, and then it's, it's
1: tangerine, 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 and then. Yeah. So it, yeah, I mean, and it's not, um it's not overly sour, right? It, it doesn't no, make it's you perfect, pucker too no. much. You don't. This would be a half eye shut on the Ernie scale. On the Ernie scale, <laughs> it's like half eye shut. Yeah.
2: You um, know why I think it, it? Why I think the sour is pronounced but also like kind of subtle in a way i think it's because we do the lactobacillus and mm-hmm. the kettle souring like we don't just throw lactic acid into it like it's it. not
0: wild but it's still a good yes. live culture yes type of uh, yes but you I, see, I really respect you get that.
2: real
1: nice tangerine and you and you get a little sourness but it doesn't a lot of them make your mouth water in the back um, right like, in like the back i know exactly like, mouth, back in the back of that water?
2: jawbone yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Where,
1: where you're about to throw up <laughs> right i mean the same th- the same thing happens right right when you're about mouth. to throw up yeah. your mouth starts watering from the same place yeah mm-hmm. when you're drinking a really good sour it's almost like that right right unless it's you, too hard of a you don't get yeah. too much of that um so it's not an overly sour thing but it's still very sharp tangerine and the balance of the vanilla and la- uh, uh lack uh,
2: other stuff We'll just go vanilla,
1: <laughs> vanilla it, and lactose. It just, yes. it, ladies it, and
2: gentlemen, nailing it
1: over there. <laughs> <laughs> Nail, nailing, nailing it, nailing it like it was paid for. <laughs> uh, but but that you get those really nice fruit notes, but you get a really good balance of that vanilla, and it comes in late, but it, it layers on really uh, makes everything in your mouth real smooth.
0: Yeah, I like I like the, the I like bit. the I like the just the balance.
2: The balance on this
0: is great. Like I, I what he was that. just alluding to. Like I just love it.
2: Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't realize this was going to be a feel good hour for me. Like, because I don't worry. I, I switch after the first oh, break. Yeah, like <laughs> by all means, throw throw some throw some negativity on me later. But throw like some I, hands at I you. will say it. Throw some hands <laughs> the, long, distance, the long distance. Long distance. Long distance at me towards you. Like, well, don't In flip your it, General like. vicinity. <laughs> 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 don't when you throw about hands, keep it strong when you come at me. Don't. That's not how
0: you throw. That's what you did. Well, hey, they do have slap bites now. Have you seen that? People
2: can knock people out with slaps. I was trying to compliment, and I'm going to finish this compliment. (laughs) And the finish to that compliment is I appreciate it very much because I put a lot of time and effort into this, and we all put a lot of time and effort into this. So thank you very much. And that being said, even when negativity comes, I'm going to appreciate the criticism. I can taste your effort.
0: Oh, that okay. sounds dirty. <laughs> and with that,
1: we're going to we hear a word from our sponsors when yeah, we're we'll yeah. back right <laughs> after hey, this. Hey, let's go chat in the back here. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Bigger
2: and Big Earn here from Brews, Booze, and Reviews.
1: Want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Bridgeview Liquors. Bridgeview is conveniently located in Moorhead, Minnesota at 935 37th Avenue South. They have an impressive selection of craft beers, wines, and all the boozes. They have a friendly and knowledgeable staff. In fact, uh, Bridgeview started their classes again on Saturdays. Go check out uh, Bridgeview on Facebook and click on their events tab for all the classes they have and all the classes that they have coming up. For only 25 bucks, you can attend these classes and you get a sample of some really good stuff. The guys and I actually went to one of the rum classes and it was a great experience. So for all the info on Bridgeview, including their hours of operation, check them out on Facebook. And when you do check out, mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews, and you get 10% off your purchase. Thank you, listeners, and thank you, Bridgeview. Cheers. We here at Brews, Booze, and Reviews want to thank our sponsors at FargoUnderground.com. Check them out if you want to know what's going on in Fargo, Moorhead, and West Fargo. One of the coolest features that I love is the events tab under nightlife. You can find what's going on with live music, comedy, croaky, open mics, trivia. Bingo!
0: Oh. You said 061, right?
1: Hold your cards. We got a possible bingo in the corner. Yeah, yeah, and bingo. So anyway, for more information on what's going on in Fargo-Moorhead, check out FargoUnderground.com.
2: To the beginning, this is real. Oh, Uh, great. So so no, so far as comedy, uh, if I have any advantage when it comes to it, and kind of why I want to get into it, is going to the University of North Dakota and getting that... Uh, degree in English and then getting the master's in English. If in nothing else, I've learned about the process of breaking down something and writing to a particular genre or writing to a particular audience. So, and there's a lot that goes into
1: writing that. is very important. But I think the probably the most important part of the comedy and why maybe you shouldn't is the funny part. Okay. Well, I mean, part? you know, this is the pot calling the kettle
2: black while we're at it. Like, <laughs> it's a, he, he's, he's definitely the lackey on the I, podcast. I, I like, like I imagine we, the funny one's not here. This whole, <laughs> this whole pot kettle thing is real fun. <laughs> I love pots and kettles. Uh, bigger, the, bigger than the dad king. He dad just Joe gave king. me an example of what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm a terrible writer,
1: <laughs> and that's why I'm throwing out the script the rest of the day. All right. Well, <laughs> it's all improv to, skills. Stick to
2: your day job. What are you telling me All right. Well,
1: speaking of
0: day jobs, welcome back to our uh, podcast. Uh, thanks for listening through this our late ad after afternoon job is terrible. <laughs> 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 and we're moving on to beer number three of the day. Uh, this one. Ah, excited is to a talk a about This is a punk rock princess. And this one is the uh, 5% ABV.
1: Jesus, fuck. Good. Don't God. worry about it. It's My sick. hands are awesome. What the fuck are you
0: doing? Cutting uh, this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was That's throwing hands. It's a, <laughs> this is a New England pale ale. Uh, the juicy pale ale that will not conform. In this gem, we use three hot varieties that give this crushable pale ale the haziness, juiciness, and the slight hot bite that we have all been looking for. The combination of melon, coconut and pineapple give this beautiful nose that is reminiscent of wild strawberries:
2: you guys got another uh, rock star type beer right uh, garage garage band King yeah so uh, I will give I will give a free pint to anybody in your audience who can t- the first one uh, the first one in your audience that can tell me what who can those email two, who can email matt at halfbrothersbrewing.com and tell me what those two names, what song those two names are in reference to, because both of those names, Punk Rock Princess and Garage Band King, are from a particular song from a particular band. Shit. Yeah.
1: Fuck me in the mouth. Free
0: Pi? I uh, (laughs) I didn't know that. Free Pipe for the first one to email him the correct answer to this question. Free pint. Yeah, I'll also uh we haven't made them yet,
2: but And maybe uh, if
0: you keep emailing him even if he didn't give you a free pint, he may eventually give you a free
1: pint just to stop emailing you. We have answer. or
2: shoot me a message on Instagram, Matt underscore the brewer.
1: Yeah, and if if you do this, uh we'll, we'll we'll pick it up a step. Um we haven't made them yet, but we're gonna get some uh, laser etched Glenn Cairn glasses for uh, our whiskey drinking friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, we'll throw in one of those too. Heck uh, yeah. It'll have our lo- logo etched on a Glen Cairn glass. So get a free pint, get a free glass. Uh, know your
2: fucking music. Well, you know, the fun thing about this is everybody, anybody who listens to it and wants to answer the question is just going to freaking Google it and they're going to get it right away. That's why. No, that's right. a
0: first person. I'll it's, give stuff away. That's true. So not only email uh, Mr. Matt here, but you he also uh, email info at com. Right. Well,
2: but, it, but they I'm can't be the same person. I'm gonna go ahead and promo for you since uh, you know uh, you guys are all on the wrong side of thirty like myself so i'm gonna go ahead Thanks, and say, so i'm gonna go ahead and say uh don't worry about email but you can hit us up on instagram here's our address Again. if you want to write us <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. shoot <laughs> some smoke signals whatever you want to yeah. do oh uh, we, we do done. our
0: promo stuff every episode they, they'd all know our facebook and, oh okay uh, instagram stuff at the end of it so.
2: okay well hit them up on instagram hit me up on instagram or half brothers on instagram and we'll certainly make that happen and we we don't have Twitter, so fuck that shit. Yeah, that's I'm, too. I'm, yeah, that one's I'm not into like, politics anymore, so Twitter's. That one is okay. all words. Oh yeah, <laughs> no <laughs> thanks. Yeah. Mm. All right, so this punk
0: rock princess is fucking great, and I really wanted to talk to you guys because on my notes I put down here for sure, yas, <laughs> on the the melon, coconut, yas, and pineapple, like <laughs> so juicy, fucking for real on this one. Fucking for real. Oh, we fucking sure, we for appreciate real. That.
1: <laughs> This was the last one I tasted, so, uh, so my notes were juicy. <laughs> As I'd if got, he didn't take it off the can. i have gotten tired of writing. <laughs> like the, the yoga see, pants
0: on a, twi- a mid-20-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mom, <laughs> if this can had an ass, it would say juicy on it. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be in yoga pants.
0: Mm, But yeah, dude, totally that melon comes first because it's so uh, pronounced. But it quickly fades into that pineapple, and that coconut kind of lasts for a bit, but then it finishes pineapple at the very tail end. This is like a kind of like a roller coaster of those tropical flavors, and I really dig it. Like having, I mean, the only thing missing, if there would be anything, would be like just the rest of the uh, tropical fruits like guava and, and fucking papaya. Mm -hmm. And mango, I mean,
1: but that'd be too much. Now, this is going to sound stupid, so I'm going to say it anyway.
2: I'm 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 ready for
1: it. It it drinks like water, though. Yeah. It's it's the mouthfeel. It's not thick. It's uh, real palatable.
3: Carbonation Uh, is crushable. And And
1: when when we talk about these flavors that are coming through, they're not real high, intense, bitey, sharp, nothing like that. It's just this, and I hate using the word smooth, um, <laughs> but it does. It all comes this across general blend. It, it comes across super smooth, easy to drink, easily palatable, and uh, what is the ABV on this? guy? Yeah. Oh, uh, this
0: one. Uh, this one is a five percent. Five percent. So it's yeah. like super so, crushable.
1: I guess it makes uh, it makes more sense now that I yeah read that because uh, you can. You can hammer these back playing lawn games, right? And not get sick of like, because some things are super fruity, right? Or and super and like you get acidic from the like gut, you know, you the get IPA gut rot, stuff? yeah, shit. Not with this. Nope. You mm-hmm. get you get all these really cool flavors and something that you can slam all day long right. in the hot, hot sun and pass out with alcoholism.
2: I like to think this <laughs> is. Uh, I mean, th- this is probably. I like to think that this is a great intro for anybody who wants to get into hazies or soft uh, soft IPAs or you know juicy IPAs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I like to think this is a great starting point because everything you guys are saying—that's what we were shooting for. We were going for fruity but subtle with like that slight little ting there at the end, but not so much that it's like off-putting.
1: It doesn't come across uh, real peppery, real resinous, real piney. None of that. It's got that
2: wit beer look to it,
0: like that white uh, wheat. You know, with that slight haze and cloudiness, yeah. but but it, you know what? It's almost like a, like a nitro kind of carbonation. To it's it. like
1: a Lacroix
2: version. You know, uh, th- that's uh, actually, uh, and I an hate idea. that I'm going to say this to you, but that is an apt observation, Thanks, uh, which I, I think we're going to take as the one you're going to have today. But uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I think the oh, best, I missed a goddamn ding. He does <laughs> oh, get a ding for that. I, I think it's, that I think I approve. It, I, it's on point, especially because uh, obviously listeners can't see this, but we're sitting here, we're looking at three of our hazy style IPAs right in front of us and mm. we've got Uh, punk rock princess morning squeeze and then double trouble right next to each other and And there's like
0: slightly hazy to like
1: opaque as fuck
2: absolutely absolutely and i think that's what we're going for like we're going for like different levels they go from
1: hazy to orange juice as far as
2: color and opacity i do love that about double when we talk about that later i'm gonna be, be like i love that orange coming through
0: yeah so you can find Punk Rock Princess's New England Pale Ale, not India Pale but New England style pale ale, uh, anywhere on Kansas. Uh, where do you guys distribute to? Do you remember, Matt?
2: Uh, yeah, down uh, down south is Fargo, I believe, and I think we're over in the cities, and then uh, western North Dakota as well, uh, all in liquor stores. Dallas
0: is talking about doing a Dickinson run, so I know they go yep. that far, and then up to Minot.
2: Minot, Dickinson, uh, yeah, I think. It's amazing what I don't know about uh, from it beyond is
1: absolutely
2: breathtaking. <laughs> I'll make the beer and then it's go gone. My <laughs> God. There it is. Oh well, okay. He had two today, so he <laughs> already broke expectations. So <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Excellent. It's only downhill for you from here. From so we were talking about this
1: the other day. And everybody uses the word downhill in the wrong way. Cause it's all downhill from here, so easier.
2: <laughs> or or, worse. or you know uh, did your parents or less down- effort has to be put into it so like your happiness uh, you don't get to have is on the accomplishment downward. yeah did your, like, did your oh now I get to be lazy downhill to school all
1: yeah no no uphill is harder anyway yeah but we're wrong. talking
2: about laziness versus effort it's all easier from all, here it's all lazy for you from here on out so <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> anyway let's talk about behavior. oh shut up I, Knox. he nailed it with that by the way did he I mean fuck. <laughs> All he does is push Jesus buttons. Christ. Although, right, I this, will say it was a bit longer than I was expecting.
0: All right. This next one. <laughs> God damn it. That, she did say that. It's a morning squeeze, right? Yes, sir. All right. So, why don't you tell us about this one, Matt? What is the morning squeeze besides a 6.2% ABV uh, New England IPA? Yep. So.
1: What hops? Excuse me. You know this one? Uh, or did I stump we you? Were just talking, <laughs> we were
2: just talking about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy you guys had all these questions about the beers I make. I, again, again, I wake up, look at the recipe, what Chad tells me to do, which is why I hesitate seeing anything beyond brewers because I'm still so new to this process. But no, uh, Morning Squeeze is kind of our go-to hazy IPA. Uh, in my opinion, this one's got the best balance of juiciness to like that little bit of bite at the end. Uh, uh, and this has been the podcast. Uh, I think it, we talked about it at
0: uh, Under Brew Skies 2019. I, I think so. And then we tried it again at uh, Zoo Brew 2019. And then we, from the tap, I do got to say, from what our notes were in those episodes about that juiciness
2: mm-hmm.
0: is pretty spot on. Yeah, But not like burning acidic like before. Very
1: juicely. Juicely, juicely. Yes. uh
2: No, that's definitely something we were going for. Like we wanted a lot more flavor. We wanted a lot more juiciness. Uh, again... I really wish we could, like, kind of show your listeners this, but the, the levels from punk, punk rock princess to morning squeeze to uh, double trouble, you can definitely see it just looking at the beer. Like, there's some color differentiation, like, there's some definite thickness between the three that you can see. Uh, morning squeeze is definitely a step up, and it is one of our staples, just as punk rock is. Uh, mm. People really seem to love it, and we enjoy making it.
0: Yeah, and what I really appreciate about this uh, hazy IPA, even if it's New England is the fact that it's not acidic.
2: <laughs> I will say I agree. I agree with everything you're talking about so far as like New England IPAs. Like they have that really good balance of like juiciness with like a little bit of bite, maybe a tiny bit of bitterness and resin flavor, but definitely not what you would expect with like a West Coast IPA, for example. Right. Like there's <clears throat> a lot more balance.
1: It does lasers. finish with a uh, <clears throat> a little bit of that resiny, piney, right. let's lick a tree. But, um, yeah it's it's certainly not to that level of a right you know the other ones, but
2: well, and I will say I mean we were talking about this a little bit earlier, like so far as uh beers to drink, beers to make, uh for me, hazys are my favorite, and I think it like when I showed up and started working here, like I like is that hazy's. because you don't have
1: to work at getting them clear?
2: Uh, no, it's because actually I don't have anything to do with the filtering Because hazy rhymes process. with lazy. I don't have anything to do with. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with the filtering or anything beyond that point. And actually, that was the cast register. To counter yeah, your I'm point, money. to counter your point, I will say the reason I like them is because they're so difficult for me working in the brew house portion of it. Uh, the grain bill on these, on most hazies, is very complicated. For us, it's very complicated. Like how so? So there is like the rice hulls and stuff. To do, uh, you have to do rice hulls. I do, it, I do it.
0: more like oats and spelt or anything like that. We're doing the hazies. hazies. we doing
2: pale. Uh, we're doing pale wheat and uh, oats. So right. your wheat and your oats are going to have that higher protein count, which is going to really gum up the mix whenever we're mashing in. Yeah,
0: especially oats. That's what. Yes. You gotta, then you got to add the rice hulls to yes, it. Yes,
2: the yep. rice hulls are absolutely essential. So mm. basically, what it comes down to is the process itself. There's so much, there's very little room for error mm-hmm. and I really, really enjoy, like, if I can go in there and I can mash this thing in and then I can transfer it and I can just fucking nail it, I absolutely, like, it, it, it makes me appreciate these beers on top of the fact that they taste good, on top of the fact that there's so many flavors and there's so much juiciness coming through and that's not added flavor, like... You know, we're not buying fruit. We're not buying lemons and oranges and mixing it. like that's well, all a hops. hot
0: profile that you can
2: yeah.
1: bring forward with the with the temperature yes. control and everything that yep. like
2: you do. Yeah. Yep. It's such a it's precise a good, science. I absolutely love it.
1: It's a good thing, and I really enjoy hearing your enthusiasm about it and the fact that you take a lot of pride in it. Uh, I think. Again. It, I think uh, again, and this is probably the last time I'll ever compliment anyone ever. <laughs>
2: don't say don't, <laughs> hey, don't no. doubt it no i mean <laughs> yeah. fuck, he's
1: an asshole no no, no. i no. really i really enjoy the passion behind it and it it goes without saying that you can tell
2: <laughs> jenga God, yeah i'm playing giant jink <laughs> sorry
1: but no you can you can you can you can tell when you taste it that people gave a fuck yeah when mm-hmm. they made it yeah
0: so, for our, our viewers at home, so bravo. So, so when you, you add oats it. to the mash bill, it, it's basically like rolled oats or like oatmeal, right? So, when you cook it, it just thickens up into this fucking mush. Yeah. So, our rice hulls are just like the outer shell of the rice, and it basically creates conduits for water and everything to drain through without being that stuck on that oatmeal esque uh, mash bill and allows the water to drain through and collect all that nice. Uh, Sugars from the grains into into their wort. So, that's and basically let me. What it
2: is you're absolutely. And let me add on to that by saying, like we are, we are not a brewery that has like mixing rakes inside the mash tun, like. Like rotating ones with yep. motors, yep. I am up there
0: with, with a fork. the fucking paddle. Yep. No shit.
2: I am that in there. I am so in there mashing that Ugh. thing and mixing. No wonder it why in your shoulders hand.
0: are in good shape.
2: Listen, I <laughs> Marine. We are <laughs> yeah, but how'd you get those quads? <laughs> uh, this is all running, man. This is all running, man. And thank you for checking. I appreciate that. No uh uh, uh the we made what, when what it we comes were- down to is the reason I, I think the reason I have such an appreciation for it is because a, the grain bill is complicated, but then B through Z, I am literally working. like mm. I am working my ass off over there stirring that thing up. So it basically if I nail it and the you transfer did- goes well, it's because I did. Really exactly. It thing feels right. good. He's yeah.
1: got American Ninja
2: Warrior type forearms on him. <laughs> all <Yeah>, right. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with all this like uh, objectification <laughs> on my body. Going oh, I'm right a now. fucking <laughs> piece of shit. I do this all the time. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so it's wanting. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> I,
1: I objectify everybody, which just makes it subjective.
2: <laughs> so now he's the object,
0: <laughs> right? It's like a fucking Schrodinger's cat <laughs> bullshit, right?
2: The surf. The circle completes (laughs) itself. I don't know what
0: the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. Anyways, I mean, this we can talk about
2: Schrodinger, Schrodinger's cat if you like. Like, do we know the basic premise? Of, I'm not gonna. Get it. Yeah, no, let's. No, no, no. let's uh, yeah, you guys are gonna tip into like nerdy shit, and I'm gonna like dive in on it just like we did with Rome earlier. We like,
1: might have to. Be I know careful. I threw that
2: out as a random joke, and you're like, "Let's dive into let's, the. Let's let's go. I'm a fucking <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd, man. Like I may be like covered in tattoos and like everything that you said about my forearms earlier, but I'm a fucking nerd through and through. Like no, it was funny. There's nothing wrong like,
1: with that either. And, I. I I mean, that just it. means
2: you fucking have
1: interests and you're what, interesting. What well, we for, and
2: beer what, is number one, beer and running, and then hiking a third, and then everything else.
1: Well, is. let's go through a whole list. Good. This will be fun. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that eye roll? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I heard it all the way from here. I was tipped oh over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny. I just, he, he randomly goes, So, well, uh, uh, what are we doing today? And I think that was a joke. And I went, Oh, we're going to talk about the fall of the Roman Empire. It's like, where should we start? And then he yeah, got all excited and he started eye-eyed. nerding because out. Because I to went be clear, he only,
2: he only mentioned the Empire. He didn't start with the Kingdom, which went to a Republic, which went to Empire. So so Star Wars?
0: Are we doing Star Wars, too?
2: Oh, we can do Star oh, anyways. Wars. Anyways. fucking die. All, right, <laughs> all right. Let's <laughs> get into this, this next
0: one. go. All right. This next beer, guys, is their Double Trouble. Mm. 8% IPA, right? Double Trouble, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan's Brothers Band. So this is their Imperial IPA. Sure. jimmy has got cashmere hops, local malt, and what a banger. 8% ABV. We will never financially recover from this, is what their description says. Somebody was but watching here's what Tiger I got. King. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but here, here are my notes on Double Trouble. I said, nice color. There's a very strong grapefruit mango pineapple nose. Cashmere hops? So good.
1: Well, we can tell you're are a my writer. Notes. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I didn't do any better. <laughs> I said, I thought big, juicy, orange burst, grapefruit, and then uh, that was mostly like the nose that I got. Right. on the uh, When I tasted it, you got some of those flavors, but then also uh, some melon-like flavors came through. Almost, almost like you could taste the rind. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not, and that's what I wrote down. God, just nailing it over here. Um, yeah, dude, I, I, think, feel like I, I feel like I feel like I contributed a lot today.
2: Before I throw in uh, <laughs> too much on anything, that I do want to point out that uh, the color itself is a personal point of pride when it comes to this, because when it comes to our hazies, we tend to lean more toward like the uh, kind of yellow. Yeah, this is like a mango flavor. juice, though. Yes. Yep. This is big big orange. very orange compared yeah. to what we normally do. Mm-hmm. So that's very notable for this beer. But it's not thick like juice. Mm-mm. Like You would you well, would imagine
1: seeing something this color being. It's oh, nice. Oh, when and, you taste it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, I mean,
0: it's yeah. got, it's got a great mouthfeel. Yeah.
1: It's orangey and grapefruity on the nose, yeah. big time. I mean, I got
0: all that. Like, like I said on my notes,
1: it's just tremendous amounts of that. Grapefruit, mango, pineapple. I don't get as much of the the grapefruit and the mango and stuff when I drink it. Okay, never mind. There's mango oh God, there. It starts, there but grapefruit. there's and then it. But like, to me, it was more melons, like right? Watermelon, like cantaloupe, musk or, melon. or honeydew. Well, none of those are melon the way you say them. So let's go musk melon and stuff.
2: <laughs> I will say this is one of Do you those here's my beers. eye roll. Jesus. This is one of those beers that you can take a sip of and just let it sit in your mouth for a second, let it warm up, and different flavor profiles uh, and aromas will come out as it warms up a little bit. You know, in trying that
0: Melodious and then trying this, I get where that, like, musk melon flavor in beer starts to come out, and it's really a very pleasant thing.
2: You know, we got, uh, I mean, this is probably something, I I mean, I don't know, maybe you'll cut it up, maybe you won't, but we have a collection of beers. Last, um, uh, the last competition we went to, uh, everybody was trading and grading on beers, Mm -hmm. and so we have a Pretty decent selection of beers from other very good breweries in the area. We should drink those. We instead. might have to dig no. into them.
3: <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs>
2: I'm teasing <decent, man. laughs> He he acts like he acts like I'm not going to jump across the table and beat his ass. <laughs> <Just, laughs> you know, we, we got we got a pretty cool selection of other beers too. We have to try out. But um, uh, another note that I want to make about this one that I think is about uh, the double trouble. Yes, about double trouble that I think is different than our other ones. Is there is. I am actually kind of a fan of hop burn which for those of you who don't know is like it's there's there's enough hops in it that it kind of has like that little it's almost an astringent kind of alcoholic taste at the very end of the beer there is a slight bit of that to me at the very end but it's not so much to be like overpowering or overbearing for the beer but there is a tiny little burn at the end and it is because of the hops and the amount of hops that we use and when we use them so does that Cause a
1: little bit of bitterness, right? So I think when I said yes. I get this melon flavor, and it's almost like you can taste the rind, right? Which is bitter compared to the actual fruit part, right? For sure. And I think that's what uh, what you're talking about in a much smarter way <laughs> uh, than I do. Yeah. So, it you're, is that so your taste is what his did with the scientific right. process. So of when that I was saying. I get that rindy bitterness almost. Probably referring to. And I think that's the, that hot
2: burn. The hot burn, yes, and uh, and again, that's the like, rindy thing. I, yeah, th- I think that's the so.
0: point. Thank you so much, Chris, for that.
2: I know I'm fucking great, you're at fucking this. intelligent. Damn, you're that's, a, never, you're that's number genius. three, man. I thought we were only going to be with at, one on this guy, but he's got least, three so at far. At least
1: uh, you forgot the whole
2: first part.
1: God Jesus damn, man, so throwing thing. down.
2: But no, for... I hate uh,
1: having to give him so many props. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on this one, so. Uh, what I, what I enjoy about this one is it's got that thickness and a lot of that sweetness and that kind of hot burn to it and a high ABV. I enjoy, I enjoy beers with a higher ABV, but I think the thing that I like most about this, and maybe this is something that only people who babysit the beer through the process can truly appreciate, um, whenever we're checking the gravity on these things from the day that it enters the fermenter into the day it enters your glass... We're checking it every single day, seeing what the gravity's at. And this tastes like something that I would pull directly from the fermenter. And I would get that hot burn. I would get that thickness. I would get that sweetness, that kind of like, like uh, juiciness to it. This tastes like something that I would almost pull directly out of the fermenter. And I really love that about it. I agree. Uh, oh, listeners, uh, we have a hopper that's attached to an auger because we don't have enough room above our mash tun to put the hopper there. So whenever we mash in, I put the grain in and the hopper in the back, and I can only put four bags in at a time, and then I flip on the auger, and i got to run back and forth from the mash, tongue. so this is a craft brewery. That's and how through. you got those quads. Like, I gotta work. I gotta work my ass off, like running back and forth between the hopper. Nice callback. Which is nowhere near the mash tun. Fuck's sakes. All right. So hey, why don't we talk about this last beer? All right. Oh, right.
1: Why don't
0: we? This uh, I, I believe was your pick, Chris. Well, and if is... it wasn't your pick, it would have been my pick.
1: Yeah, I had several picks as well. But yeah, walk on the li- Walk on the faded line, porter. Mm-hmm. Nitro, nitro, yeah. So,
0: because I wouldn't have picked, the, I, I would have maybe picked the regular, but uh, yeah, the
1: nitro. So,
0: uh, so, Chris, talk about it. Yeah,
1: let's talk about this. So, the regular okay. one, uh, very malty, light chocolate, light coffee nose, beautifully done porter. A little um, bit, a little bit drier on the end than all, I than I like.
0: Yeah, although I do expect sure. some dryness at the end of every porter because that's what it is. Sure, that's um, what it should
1: be flavor wise there was a little more chocolate than there was call- coffee um still really malty almost a bit tangy that you get mm. with a good mm. coffee right yeah. um like you get some like of the day old coffee like well, you get those, like well you get those little light bright bits of citrus note at the end of coffee yeah right which which cause that kind of tangy feel
0: which is, which now, feels like it's sour but it's not now the
1: nitro version though Woof. Um, yes woof indeed so initially, I like the easy, very first. I like the easy drinking parts of nitros, but what happens when you put this stuff on nitro? Way roastier. It's fucking in your face, roastiness, maltiness. Uh, you don't get as much chocolate. It's just like it's it's like putting your face inside of coffee uh, while uh, also sifting a beer through it. Love love every moment of that. Interesting. Okay. I'm happy to hear that. I'm really I mean, glad you guys like that. It's, it's big time roasty.
2: I think um, nitro lends to, nitro lends really well to stouts, to porters, anything dark. Okay. And then uh, as we've experimented with and found, it actually lends itself really well to lactose sours as well. It adds to that like kind of creamy mouthfeel that you come to expect with nitros. I had a nitro cream ale once. It's Fuck,
0: that was interesting.
2: Not bad, right? Like the, a beer we did earlier, Morning Dreams, we mm. did that on Nitro one time. And that has, I mean, that's a, that's a subtle lactose compared to some of our other series that we do with lactose. But I'm kind of a fan of Nitro when it comes to sours. Like it really brings out that creaminess and that mouthfeel is mm. almost, it's almost better on Nitro with sours. I mean,
0: my notes were like, holy roast Batman and creamy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That was where my for two sure. notes. Yeah. So uh, I the, know a lot of people don't like nitros. Um and I don't know why. Knox brought well, yeah. up an argument about it.
0: Well, I think part of it has to do with uh when you bring home nitros and cans. Uh, which, well, yeah. I, which is not what I brought up before, but like nitros and cans. So great you yeah, learn this how, is how gonna to pour be it. It's gotta be like straight up and down when you
2: Yeah. Nitros are glass. almost a tap room exclusive. Like for me, yeah. like I'm only gonna buy nitro if it's like at the tap room. Like it's I'll correct. get a nitro off tap.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I or, or a Guinness when they have the little nitro bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but the trick is put the glass on top of the bottle and then flip it and then slowly pull it up so you're still pouring straight down and it won't overflow, you big old
2: dink. Okay. See, this This hmm. is an example of like. what well, depends on what kind of glass sm- you're I'm pouring into. Anything. I'm learning Okay. How do you know? All See, right. I, I hope if nothing else... You can learn a lot from a dummy. Buckle I hope thoughts. if nothing else, I'm I i I'm honest about the fact that, like, yeah, I'm a brewer, and yeah, I absolutely love this, but I am still learning. So there are going to be instances where, like, I learn stuff like this, and I'm like, okay,
1: I'll, yeah, I'll try that in sense. the future. Now,
2: the, I don't, I'm, I'm not threatened is, by people that know
1: more about something like that. The key is, do. make sure the glass... Is bigger than the bottle that you're pouring from. For the listener, <laughs> he just poured water all over his all over his jeans. Because if we did this, the the there bottle. would be a big, big, big problem, right? Yeah, because <laughs> that's a huge so, that's a huge bottle. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um,
2: hey, listen, we don't mess around. Now,
1: one of nope. the things that I, uh,
2: lo- I just. smells so good yes it smells but hey this isn't even the same beer you're talking about on the tongue
0: it's uh it's not like a regular carbonated beer it's very like a a thicker water like it's thin but it's bubbly and thick at the same time so it's like it it's a a very different mouthfeel the nose on this is
1: vastly louder yes roast and there's so much more
2: that brightens out from this um I appreciate hearing all this and and I'll, I'll tell you guys, I know we've mentioned this earlier, but I also want to make sure your listeners know um, when it comes to all these beers, like anything positive you're hearing, like that comes from Chad, like the owner of the, the owner of the brewery and the head brewer, like the guy that's writing all these recipes and doing all this stuff. Like this guy has been doing this for a long time. He knows what he's doing. He loves what he does. And he is so fucking knowledgeable of all this Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, I consider myself lucky to to be able to learn from him every day. So anything good you're taking from these beers, please know that it is 100% the expertise and the quality that Chad has learned over oh, like 13 years. Oh, I absolutely years. assumed it wasn't yours. I'm going f- <laughs> to
1: fucking reach over and
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Oh, he gets one of these. Oh, yeah, that's my three today. God. Jesus Christ. Well, that's just boring. rocking on up. Like, that's four yeah. now? Dude, I'm, fucking got,
2: you're you're I'm out shooting right now. Like. <laughs> Jesus, um, It's going to come back man. to get you. All right.
1: So Guinness, right, is one of the uh, foremost mentioned stouts.
2: Right? I suppose it's sure. the
0: uh, yeah, Budweiser of popularity. Sure. Of,
2: yeah. But. Nine, beers. I got a story about Guinness for you guys after after this. There's good to.
1: reason and a lot of people that I talk to A. Hate it because it's so heavy and thick and it's like you gotta chew it. I went, you've never had it, have you? Because right. it's not like that at all. It's because look, it's darkness I mean it's just thick, Just right? like this very dark. People probably assume it's real thick. Now this is going to sound weird at first. mouthfeel wise this is like drinking water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, well, that lends to the crushability it, of the port. It's the not thick. It, it, it's got a thinner mouthfeel. Right. It's got this thick, roasty taste to it. Uh, this roasty fuck yes about it. Fuck yes. <laughs> um, but but uh, when people make black and tans and half and halves, if anybody mm. knows what those are, it's an ale and a dark beer, and the ale sits below, and the dark beer floats on top of it. Why? Because it's lighter. It's not yeah. chewy. You don't have to chew through this thing. It's not thick. Same thing with this. This would sit probably on most of your um,
2: lagers that you have. Right. Because it would, it would
0: sit underneath. Because or on
2: top. On
1: top of it. Oh, okay. because well, I think so, there's a
2: reason that all Guinness a, cans come with that little like wooden ball. This marble. is a lighter
1: this well, is a lighter uh, beer than people anticipate it to be. Right. Boddington Comes that way with a little marble in it.
2: Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. To help mix to help like kind of break up what you're talking about, help mix mm-hmm. it up a little mix it up a little bit. Yeah, well, so it, it's, it's
1: part of the carbonation process, mm-hmm. right? right. But when you have a black and tan or a half and half, the reason that Guinness sits on top of those beers is because it's a light beer. Right. It's not heavy like people think. When they see dark, they think heavy. Yes. When you drink a porter, especially when it's on nitro, you get this wonderful dark roastiness that you would expect from it being a heavy beer. Right. But when you introduce nitro to it, it comes across watery. In a great way, where you can easily palate this thing. Right. So you could throw this bun back just as easy as you could uh, your classic.
2: Well, I agree because, and I, and because I think, it has
1: that. It, I mean, yes, there's darker notes. I mean, there to may it. be like 50, 50 more calories because the amount of like dark roast. There's darker there. notes to it, yeah, but right. a little bit more sugar. It still, when it comes through on that nitro, has that easy drinking silkiness to it.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think another point that I'd like to uh, throw out is so a lot of comes when it comes to like thicker (laughs) when it comes to like thicker or thinner and uh, with darker beers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a lot of times the difference is the gravity that we're shooting for at the mash in. So if we're shooting for a higher gravity at mash in, uh, so that's going to lend to what you were talking about. Knox, as far as the sugars in the beer, if we shoot for that higher gravity but then we don't let it uh, like we cut the fermentation off at a certain point. It's still mm-hmm. going to be sweet and thicker because we didn't let the yeast finish its finish its job. Essentially, so, so it gives it, it, a little
0: bit more of a mouthfeel, like a yes, little bit more body,
2: a yeah. little, little, little more body, little creamier, thicker, yep. whatever the case may be. In this instance, uh, if you're if you choose the right malts, so far as like whether it be aromatic or like a, a more of a coffee kind of flavored malt. If you do that, but you shoot for a lower, uh, shoot for a lower gravity out of the mash tone, or even out of the kettle, and then you add the yeast at that point in time, you're going to get kind of that like thinner, like you you say watery, but yeah, watery, thinner kind of mouthfeel. Yeah, you know, but what I all mean, the that, flavor like, that you would expect, not, absolutely,
1: it's not. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's certainly not, not watery in taste. Right, yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's watery in that. Uh, a, consistency consistency and, and and availability to like just slam things back it, crushable it's so cr- it doesn't
0: feel heavy in yeah. your
1: mouth like you're yep. chugging like it feels thin like a milkshake in a good way like right yeah. it makes you want to just keep going i'll have the third right. cup of coffee and by coffee i mean walking the faded line porter nitro
2: right <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. i mentioned this a second ago uh you guys might cut all this because as little to do with beer or the brewery in general but i mentioned i had a story about guinness okay that is oh, yeah, uh, yeah. military oriented so nothing else you guys can enjoy and if you decide to cut it then go for it no but, go um, for it uh so as we as i think's it been uh referenced a couple times i was in the marine corps for eight years and we were on our way back from i think it was iraq and excuse me I, uh, is that pronounced iraq I don't know. Oh, that's uh, C 28 Oh, that's, I, that's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's a Camaro. Listen, I, I was born in 87, <laughs> so I don't remember all like, I Rock C's. That's Rocky's like that. car. But anyway, so we were coming back from Iraq, and um, we stopped in Shannon, Ireland. That's my wife's name. It was gorgeous. Like, I remember landing and seeing this patchwork of, like, beautiful greens and we landed, and any military person that's gone through Shannon Island on the way to or from Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever the case may be, um, you know that they keep you in a particular terminal. And we stopped, and we got out of the plane, and they were refueling it or whatever. And in the terminal that we were in, there was a gift shop, and there was a bar. A wild shot bar. Whether you were allowed to drink (laughs) was entirely dependent on your uh, commanding officer. And at the time, we didn't think we were allowed to drink. So I got off the plane knowing we were on our way back to North Carolina, to Cherry Point, North Carolina. I was going to see my family for the first time in like a year. So I got off the plane, and I knew we weren't going to be allowed to drink, so I bought some NyQuil. And I uh, drank probably half that bottle. Nyquil like, or Robitussin DM? No, it was Nyquil. <laughs> oh, Nyquil! <laughs> this oh, fuck was your before Zyl was a thing too. So it was it it, you know, it it knocked me out and helped my sinuses. Nyquil will terrorize your legs. It really will. So right after I downed about half of that, uh, it came back that our commanding officer had changed his mind and decided we were allowed two beers. Woo! So everybody immediately oh, went to the bar and ordered two tall Guinness, like the biggest Guinnesses they offered because we were in Ireland so we were thinking like, oh, which is a half keg. And it I was think they serve in Ireland. Dude, it was totally <laughs> wasted on me at the time. Like I wish I knew what I know about beer now back then and I would have appreciated it a lot more. But I had two of those and then after that we were walking out of the brewery or what well, was a bar. We were walking out of the bar and the gift shop sold like Irish whiskeys. And we're talking, like, Irish whiskeys that you can't get in America. Like, they haven't figured out a way to, like, distribute over, like, you know, international. And they were offering free shots of these, (laughs) because they were trying to get these young kids, like, 21 at best, to spend $600 on bottles of whiskey. Oh, my So, they were offering these shots, and we went over. I don't know how many I had, but the answer is too many. And... (laughs) I don't know how much money they made, but every Marine coming back from Iraq at that point in time bought a bottle of whiskey and spent no less than $400. What whiskey? I don't even remember. Oh, man. Because That's like NyQuil. the worst fucking dick tease I've ever heard on a radio podcast. Bro, I had a half bottle of NyQuil and two giant Guinnesses and I don't know <laughs> how many shots in my body at the time. Me remembering even the moment, much less the name on the fucking bottle is asking a lot
1: which is fair cuz i won't remember most of this
2: well that's fine <laughs> oh, no. right now uh. <laughs> but anyway we got on the plane and i remember like i remember passing out so hard that uh, i had to be shaken awake like after the plane had been turned off like not landed like the plane was turned hey! off and they were like hey matt we're back hey! home well, shut <laughs> down and we're <Emperor. laughs> time to wake up and go we're see your family we're already in the and- garage <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> jesus But yeah, so very little to do with beer. But you talked about Guinness, and that made me think of like Irish versus like what we get in America, Guinness. So, yeah. So, do you remember? Is there a
1: big difference between American Guinness and Irish Guinness Guinness from Ireland
2: or Scottish? I remember Uh, it being different. I want to say I remember it being. I guess warmer, what I would call
1: delicious a year.
2: <laughs> sweeter. <laughs> maybe maybe Sweetier. maltier, sweeter. And I'm trying to recall back to like a long time ago. Yeah. Like I, still, I
1: still like Guinness. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Guinness is
2: nice, drinkable, dark beer. You say that like we're going to like talk shit on you.
1: Well, yeah. you
0: want it to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to bring it back to the to the, to yeah, the episode to, here. I want to talk about a couple more things <laughs> about Half Brothers Brewing's beers. Uh, I have some honorable mentions that uh, we didn't really talk about too much in the podcast. Uh, one of them is the uh, Bastards of the North 2020 coffee vanilla version.
1: Fuck, I already um, hammered that one. Damn. Yep. Here, I'll start this then. Oh, Burnt coffee. Well, That's what are. I smelled. Burnt coffee. It well, was got, it? Uh, For those who it aren't plebeians, ple- it- he means dark coffee. Uh, nope. Yep. I mean... It it smells like, oops, <laughs> didn't mean to leave that on. <laughs> like you uh, had too much Maillard? No. Uh, which, not a bad thing. No, 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 you're good. So this, uh, one's, a heavy, 10 and a half, this one's a 10.5% ABV. I guess uh, my Coffee and vanilla. Uh,
0: a beer. Go ahead, Chris. I just wanted to give everybody a description first.
1: Also, uh, I went heavy as fuck. Smoky, like fire and molasses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah! that was my nose notes and then when I tasted it I thought ah more molasses in the mouth uh, sweet and then like dark fruit mm-hmm. um, like uh, prunes figs and stuff and almost like there's a, like a, a little light funky tanginess in the very very back end." but you know what Delicious.
0: For, but for 10.5% ABV you don't really get that booziness my notes were, yeah. uh, were like a yeah, little I don't think I could get drunk off this
2: wire well, <laughs> let's play that uh,
0: game bitter coffee aroma i got a um you know that that uh booziness from the ten and a half percent i got some of that on the nose uh slight vanilla uh but the taste was like uh, really here's that word again smooth right uh, but i got like a sour coffee almost like a prune juice kind of back taste on that which is fine because that's what those dark fruits and like
1: those big imperials are going to do
0: that yeah yeah it's it, You know, some people like that versus like the blackstrap molasses. That's
1: also imperial stouts like that. I get that molasses, but it's not that real thick, sticky sweet. I'm just playing along. Okay. For the (laughs) listeners
2: at home, there's some real disagreement going on right now. (laughs) What do you want, Dallas? (laughs) There's a lot of tension For the listeners back home, a beer tender who's a real piece of garbage just showed (laughs) up. Hi, Dallas. What's up,
1: buddy? What's up, man? He's been doing such a good job all day.
2: He
0: has, unless I'm you have kidding. some albino buffalo, which is we're going to talk about with this
2: guy next. Yeah, I, I, I think I have a can back home, but I couldn't find any in the back, so we can't. Yeah, really could you quick
0: run there? there? This is why I wanted to make an honorable mention. I of do, episode. Talk about I do, is, uh, to, about to clear, I do love,
2: I do love Dallas. Uh, sorry, so talk about albino buffalo. Got you. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Albino Buffalo is uh, one of my favorite beers that we make here. And the reason that I love it, and we talked about this earlier, is because I love any beer that breaks expectations. So when I see a beer and I think I know what I expect out of it, but then I take a smell and or taste of it and it completely breaks what I was expecting, I love that when like that when is, buttholes smell like penises. Good geez, God. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have nothing. Like, please, nobody cancel me based off of this guy. Like, Butthole he's trying like roses? so fucking hard to be funny. Some
3: <laughs> 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 trying.
0: It's not <laughs> hard is the operative word. Though. I'm go not ahead. trying. Nothing. But anyway,
2: back to my at everything. very good breakdown. Oh, you're doing. But here we done. go. So uh, our albino buffalo, the reason that I love it so much is when you look at it, it looks very much like our classic gold nail, which is to say like kind of that very light brown, clear Pilsner kind of look to it. But the second that you take a whiff of it, it is coffee through and through. Oh! And you take a sip of it and it is like a light... Blonde coffee that you would that you would expect when you go to a coffee house and you order a light coffee. It is one hundred percent. Do you guys that distribute taste. that one? We do because it's very popular. It's one of my favorite labels. actually. I'm pretty actually. sure I've had it before. So the way Not we in here though because they are fucking absolutely fresh out. sold out. Yeah, we are so- because it's popular and it actually yeah. is one of our staples. And I will say the reason that we're able to break the reason that we're able to have such a clear like light brown, very It's like, it's like having a
0: white-out stout, right? Yes. Just because you know how to brew it right in the right way to get those flavors and colors together, right? Just because the right. malt bill.
2: Yep. And, well, malt bill, yes, but it ultimately comes down to the fact that to get that coffee flavor, we steep actual local coffee in the bright tank. Oh, right. That's yeah? how we okay. get the flavor. That's how we get the aroma. Okay. Because we do a regular kind of golden ale for us, A gold nail grain bill. Hey, would this include cheesecloth?
0: That was for a different episode. I know, but like (laughs) what they put the coffee grains in, cheesecloth? Your mother's a cheesecloth. It's a shout out to. That uh, could be be
2: good or bad. I don't
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a shout out to Keeley, by the way. I I don't know,
2: but it ultimately comes down to the process. Like that's why it breaks expectations. You see, it's not like a coffee, like our Bully Brew coffee brown nail, for example, that you look at and you're like, oh, I I expect coffee notes out of that one.
0: Yep. And it was scored really high in our coffee beers episode, by the way.
2: I appreciate that. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I love making that beer, too. But this one, the reason it breaks expectations is it doesn't have... There is no coffee flavor, aromatics, anything like that to touch it until it gets into the bright tank. And then that's when we take the coffee brown ale and we steep it. And that's where we get the flavor and the aroma. But it looks like a... Very regular pale ale, yes, yeah. yes, and that's find so that a
1: buffalo, ladies and gentlemen. Go check that out. I like that idea, though. I like I like breaking molds, yeah, absolutely. and being different than what people expect. Yeah,
0: it's right out. My first time having like a white out stout or a white stout was just blew my mind, and then I had a black IPA. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like everything just. Reversed itself in my brain,
1: like what you can do and what are the traditional right. things that you can brew with beers. I feel like I'm the same thing as a uh, what is it, albino buffalo? People look at me and assume I'm just fat, but I'm also lazy. Didn't see it coming. Oh, I you? think those oh, two I go hand in hand. Yeah, I saw. It. Ah. But I will say that <laughs> that's that there was one of our favorite. Else, there was something else I was going to say then.
2: <laughs> that's kind of one of our favorite things to Damn. do is take the expectation of a beer and kind of break it a little bit. I will say that. Uh, so we were talking earlier about like the fact that we try to do like new releases every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week it was double trouble, which is that juicy uh, New England style hazy. Highly hair. recommend. Very excited. Yeah, and then we had the sour gummy goza, which uh, is, uh blueberry raspberry. Which yeah, that was. By the way,
1: we don't have that in front of us, and I'm hijacking right now. People, need I'm to, used to it. People really need to check that one out, though. Uh, yeah, but that was the most notes that you took on one beer in your we, whole thing. We didn't... Yeah, we didn't talk about it. Um, I don't know why. Because we had... We, had we love, somehow jumped over it, but I'm so much big blueberry flavors in right. that one. On the nose, the raspberry was kind of very light. It wasn't overly sour. It was... Pretty fucking damn tasty and had just this incredible blueberry going on. As far as blueberry anyway, goes, that was my second favorite blueberry. Really, I really had. liked it. Yeah. Sorry to deviate and, and uh
2: praise you more. I oh, shucky darn we praise will take it. <laughs> I will say that next week we have two f- their re-releases. But they were so popular that we're canning them, and they are uh, pickle flavored beers. Yes. Oh, you we, have, have we, should, beer. we, we should have a pickle beer. We should have to Compete against
0: you and uh, DCR's pickle pills, because that's like I
2: haven't had that one
0: yet. Oh, dude, it's been
2: a while since I've been on Fargo. Because have you the had Claussen dill
0: pickles before?
2: No. Oh well, no, I've had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, yeah, so yeah, it tastes the same thing. Really? But okay. So what is yours called? Again? So Seriously. the two variations we have are a what's the dill yo, and that is not pickle juice flavor. No, I
0: think I've had that before. That was the dill pickled chips.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Up that one. Got it right. Ding 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 ding. We have a new one. Okay. Called pickle rickle, and in this one we partnered ah, with uh, that's Toasted a Frog, which for those party. who don't know is a restaurant. It's in Fargo too, Toasted but frog, it's, yep. right across the street here in Grand Forks, North Dakota we would take their pickle juice and we pickle a golden ale with that pickle juice. And it was, we did a tap Gross. room exclusive release. Not the beer. That was pretty noise.
1: aggressive. The okay, noise just was kind f- Why would you do it again? <laughs> God. Sorry. Let me wrap this up. Yeah, could by you saying, so we can get away from him and a microphone?
2: Absolutely. I mean, let's, you and let's I. Let's wrap I'll talk this to up you all day by saying that that, that beer we did as a taproom exclusive, 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 and it was oh, so popular that we decided to go ahead and can it. So I'm actually really excited to see what people think of this next week, whenever we. I'm not up. a big pickle
1: beer fan. I am I'm in, not either. In and of itself, right? But people that like to drink red beers, or uh, I like Caesars a lot, Bloody Marys. So for something as your Snit, something behind that, those, Perfect. those. Two kinds of beers go so yeah. fucking well.
0: Matt, can you tell us about anything? How to get a hold of Half Brothers Brewing? Do they have a website? What's their what's their social media? Is you got any of that information for us?
2: Sure. So I mean, website is halfbrothersbrewing.com. dot uh, You can go on there. You can order some of our beers. Or but no, uh, social media is we're pretty active on uh, social media as well. Uh, Instagram specifically, it's halfbrothersbrewco at Half Brothers Bruco and I actually uh, I don't know if I told you guys that but I'm the social media manager for that too so oh, there's no. a lot of like real shenanigans that go on there we have a lot nice. of fun with it Not shenanigans no, no
3: way not shenanigans, shenanigans. <laughs> no.
1: Actually some really cool <laughs> stuff they they give you a little bit of insight in the process Yes. Uh, uh, of some of these things, which I really yeah. enjoy. Because and we were if talking you, about on break, right? Because like to give Yeah, you a, yeah, when you I was going to hit that up next. Once you understand the process of something, you know how you can like uh, play with stuff. So uh, right. learning right. the process is a really cool thing. Learning how you
0: make the sausage something this isn't such a bad thing. And I, I think it it's depends really cool. on how you do
2: it. I think it's really cool that you guys uh, do process videos. Well, and one of the ways that we do those process videos is on TikTok. I run our TikTok channel, and then I try to share those to Instagram, but we do a lot of process videos. The latest one that I did was dry-pitching yeast into a beer that's transferring into the ferment. What's your TikTok? Uh, it is, it's the same thing. It's at Half Brothers Brew Co. My girlfriend Brewco. says uh, Squiggly Giglio. In Go. case you want to see
1: me uh, sleep talking, I can't imagine it's that anybody here
2: or oh, okay. So somebody <laughs> does hilarious. care. Okay, I was about yeah, to shit l- on l- you. But oh, it's animal. hilarious. No, 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 okay, that's fair enough. I am waiting.
1: You think I'm almost funny now? <laughs> <laughs> I am so much closer to funny when I'm sleeping. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but um, you can check those out. Like uh, that's all of our stuff's there. It's It's, yeah. Uh, I, I like to think I put a lot of time and effort in it. We all put a lot of time and effort into it. So it's it's good stuff. It's both fun, but then like a lot of process oriented. And uh, yeah, it's good stuff.
0: Well, Matt, I want to say thank you for having us. Thanks for being our host. Uh, you guys got great food here too. Thank you. If you want to go... Dude, that
1: pizza was bomb as fuck. Yeah,
0: the, yeah, pizza is fucking bomb as fuck. Uh, can you talk more about the menu at all? If, if possibly could. What else yeah. you got on
2: the menu? So on the menu, our, our go-to is pizza. We have a... Um, uh, we're the only place in town here in Grand Forks that does a slice of pizza. Mm. Uh, so, you, so people, uh, people a lot of times will come in for lunch and they'll just order a slice. But our slice is like but, a quarter of like a pizza. Like Bruce Lee
1: flexing of. his lats. That's how big the slice
2: is. By that, uh, <laughs> they are very, very, very triangular, very V-shaped. <laughs> you said you, you said like almost a quarter of a pizza, but I think it's what, like what a sixth of a pizza. It's how pretty, yeah. That? It's no. a sixth it's of a pizza. It's a good portion of a That's pizza. Perfect. But we charge it as a slice. <laughs> so yeah, it's New York style cut pizza. Yep. But we're very well known for our pizza. People like our pizza, and then we also have a hummus plate. Uh, we have a lot of fun stuff here, and we oh, actually we have a thing called a burger bomb. Which is where we take a hamburger, bacon, cheese, and we wrap it in pizza dough, then and they, we fake it. Then they throw it at you, <laughs> and, it, and it just like and splats. he continues to just like kill the momentum. of kill that. the
0: <laughs> <life>. <laughs> <Yeah>. kill the <laughs> humor. That's bomb. All right, uh, well, hey, thank you so much, Matt, for the show. Uh, head over to Half Brothers. Uh, check out all their other all social medias. Definitely check out the tap room, and they have an event center that they're uh, that they're. Pretty much done yeah. with building right now, right? We well, a should. little
2: stage. and A very quick note about yeah, that. Yeah, let's we, talk about that. We did finish it, actually, and we had our first performance. It was from a band out of the cities called the Shackletons. Uh, they came here, and they just fucking destroyed. It was such a great show. It's a little underground basement venue that's like, I think it holds like 50 people. But anyway, that show went so well that now this next weekend we have like four bands coming through to come and play. Like, I'm so excited about this. Do you know how
0: people can get, if any bands want to come in and and, uh, check out that room uh, where they can go to book it?
2: If you go to our Instagram, it's at halfbrothersunderground. Uh, You can shoot us a message on there, or you can email music at halfbrothersbrewing.com. If you're uh, like, you know, any one of us and on the wrong side of 30, then email works best. But yeah, if you want to go check out some of the videos of the shows, then we also have a YouTube channel that I started where I just show uh, some of the, some of the footage from the concert itself. It's a uh, half brothers underground at YouTube. Uh, you can check out the Shackleton's a couple of the videos that we did there. And then this next weekend, I'm going to get video from both like all four of those shows and share a few of the songs that I think are pretty great and get it on the YouTube channel. Excellent. Sounds like a great time. God oh, damn yeah. It. yeah. We, we, we had a, man and that and that concert like it's a real like kind of new york style underground and that's got like low ceilings the stage is elevated maybe six feet so i mean six you can feet get right up, or six, feet, like, six inches yeah i was gonna say like maybe two six feet six inches top. you're so six good at hash. this guy over <laughs> here doesn't know anything about that six <laughs> inches shit like so, if we have done three inch an, elevation what are, are we trying to be like, like you're so oh, good at hash subway Hash. pound sign
1: what is this one then what's that but, but no, I, think, I feel like you help help Spinal Tap set up their uh, whole big concert, right? Look at this guy. <laughs> he, he's
2: definitely aging himself now by mentioning Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having a breadth of knowledge really
1: makes you fucking old. Or listen, you can it. be young and have a breath of knowledge. It, it's just reading. I'm learned. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, no, it's a great, like, it's, it's a very low stage, so you can walk right up to it, and you can be, like, right there next to the band. Like, it's, it's fantastic. But don't.
1: Don't ever get on stage with the band. They hate that. Well, I said walk up to the stage, and not onto them. the stage. Yeah, don't yeah. Plug, so let's, let's clarify. It.
2: Drinkers will often take that extra step. Well, that's when Bouncer Matt flies out of nowhere and fucking All right. Let's, come on, guys. Let's I get want, back
1: fucking I want, focus here. Right, want, back on, on beer. No, 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 no. I want to say you get kicked off a trap set at a comedy show that you weren't <laughs> supposed to be at. All right. Let's stop talking <laughs> about okay. that.
0: Knox, definitely so. check out Half Brothers and all their uh, social media stuff. Uh, Chris has got Squiggly Giglio on you TikTok to promote uh i want to just say uh thanks to our sponsors supporting our show and thanks to you our listeners without whom this podcast could not happen and to you we say may, may your glasses, glasses be, be full and, and your, your spirits, spirits high. high cheers this has been a predicate productions episode of Brews, booze and reviews for more information head over to bruise booze and special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale that you can purchase from our Shops tab on Facebook. We also have extra content that you can access by going to patreon.com slash brews, and reviews.